I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back. More for you. Let's do it again. That's right. Episode 24. 24. Which again, uh, like I always tell you, if we're doing it straight by the math, right? Like the four four weeks in a month, then this would make us uh, six six months. This is six months officially? Be, yeah. Nice. Well, well, again, six months by weeks. By weeks. Yeah, yeah. But Technically, I think we need one more week if we were going to go like by a solid calendar. You know, like yeah. it gets... Because it it's it's a different number. Yeah. But so, either way, by some counting, we are definitely at the six-month mark. Happy six-month anniversary, man. Thank you. We're, we're halfway fucking there. Halfway there. Whoa. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely, we're going. Let's see, what when when was it the first uh, of August? So, yeah, again, 20 weeks, you get what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we're this will be coming out the first of February. Makes sense once we get a little bit further and people understand mm-hmm. why this is important. But, yeah, that, that means we're technically, I think, two weeks away from a calendar six months, right? Because it was like the middle of August or, or something like that. Yeah, it seems right. So, yeah, we're, I mean, either way, either, either accounting you want to go by. I would we say gave you many options. Pick your favorite. We can officially say six months. Yeah, for sure. six months. This has been a fun ass six months, man. It's been a wild ride. We've had some fun, <laughs> exciting things happen. Right. Drank some some good stuff, some weird stuff. Definitely some things I never would have tried. Right. Me either. I have enjoyed getting to show some movies to you. I've enjoyed you getting to and show me a couple of your favorite movies. Right. It's been this is it's been a good time. Yeah, we got to explore a lot of fun things. We we got more to do though. We got to keep going. That's right. We, we got to keep doing the socials. We've we've actually started seeing this payoff. You know, this is yeah. one of those things. Before, you don't we, think it you, it will, you, but you, it you does. always hear YouTubers or or other podcasters yeah. and things, and you're like, why did you, again? You don't care. You you're you're already you understand. there. You're already there, and you're like, I want more people to enjoy what I do. So tell them tell them all you need to. Right. But you also when you want to start doing it yourself your natural inclination is just like this feels very strange oh, i feel like a tool i don't know if i, I should i be doing what's the point like of doing this? i feel like i'm begging please watch me but now that we've uh, seen verifiable proof that yeah, people are works. literally hearing us say this right and be like and, and oh. showing up to said places or emailing yeah. us or doing these other things it's like oh maybe there is a reason for it i should keep doing it so we're going to keep doing it. Continue, sir. So Facebook is going to be the first one we always tell you. That's that's the one we, we're, we're getting a lot of people that are finding us and actually interacting. We're trying to be more uh, active there. We're actually trying to, you know, like we're sharing Talk things, people. talking to people, posting things, memes. Uh, we're, we're trying to we're right. trying to do the whole system. But yeah, the Facebook is going to be just Facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics. Nice and easy. That's right. Then Instagram is also easy. It's just at Kentucky Fried Critics. Simple. You can find us. I promise. We're we're right there. There's no hurdles in the way. Then our next one, though, that's YouTube. The the black sheep. It's it's still a point. The redheaded stepchild. Yeah, it's 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 still a point of contention for us. We're still a little bit upset about this. But again, we got to keep it right now. Like I said, we've got too many new people finding us, which is great. It is. It's great. And so uh, we can't go changing the URLs. Yeah, can't go messing it up when people are trying to find us. Yeah, so we got it at least for a little bit longer. Until we can change it, you can find us at YouTube at YouTube.com slash at KFC Riddicks. It's fun to say. KFC Riddicks. That one is obviously a little bit different than the others. Sooner or later... It will get fixed. Somehow. uh, That's right. But, But for now... So that way everybody can still find us and find the stuff we've already put out. Yeah. Enjoy the back catalog. Yeah, go give the go give the old episodes some love. After we leave YouTube, that's gonna take us to our last one. 
which is our website hosted by ACAST. That's going to be shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. I let you finish this week. You did. I, I saw I, you. I, I, I suppressed it. Uh, that is, uh, that's the one that's got tons of hyphens I love it. all over. And it again, made, the, it just the makes epi- me smile. The episode titles, if you see even them. Even more. In, yeah, if you see them in the links, there's even more Some of them are, all over. are just fantastically long with hyphens all over the place. That's all that's really at our website though again like it's it's a lot of links to the to the podcast so if you're not listening to it in your own podcast player they're all there yeah that's how you can get to it, it does have links to all the socials so you can get to them if, you know in one one convenient place if you're just trying to find all of it at one time mm-hmm. we'll link you to all of them. click uh, right. link you to Beep. our personal socials uh if you want to do that yeah, you uh, can. It's, it's an option. I'm boring. I don't really have anything to talk about. You, you, you can try. More than welcome to come say hi if yeah. you want to. And then lastly, of course, we always say our email, the original. The, the OG. OG. Yeah, that's right. That's going to be KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. Yep. Send us some. Send us a suggestion. I know you all have them out there. Yeah, exactly. That's where you want to send us like uh, the importance. Yeah, though, though, you if you like, man, I know this beer will go great with you know this movie. You if, all should really do it. That's where you send. Yeah, that. if you got a pitch. Yeah, you good. Yeah, you got a pitch for us. That's where you go. So, Bo, what, what was it we're drinking again this week? We got a we got a weirdy but a goodie. We got this uh, sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Hmm. Anybody out there happen to think they know what that is? It's a very specific drink. So yeah, it is. Obviously, the, the only thing I've ever heard it from. That's right. This is definitely from Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Obviously, this is why I mentioned at the top of the show why the fact that this is going to be coming out at the beginning of February. Calendar days didn't work out perfect. Yeah, so close. Friday. Friday was Groundhog Day. We're talking yeah. to you from Saturday morning. But we figured, what better to do? Right. What better What better to be so close to it than this movie? And who don't love Bill Murray? And obviously, if we were going to do it, there were only there's only two drinks in the movie. I wasn't trying to find something Groundhog title right. related. So obviously, our choices were either this or Jim Beam. Yeah. So obviously, I kind of went for this because yeah, I'm not yeah, the I'm biggest. Had Jim I'm Beam. Not a, I'm, oh, and I'm not a big Beam fan. No. Sorry for... Anybody I'm insulting out there, it's I mean, just not my cup of tea. It's I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I ain't got nothing nice to say about it, so I ain't going to say nothing at all. Cheers. Yeah, so Groundhog Day, again, like Bo already said, this is a Bill Murray movie. It's a Harold Ramis directed. Uh, he's He's got a small part for himself in the movie. Yeah, he's, he's, the, a, he's the doctor. Yeah. Dr. Ramis. So this is a, a great comedy duo you know we've seen him in stripes uh, ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Else. there's a couple others i'm pretty sure yeah, again i'm not trying to insult anybody there's at least four or five movies they've been in together uh, they were def- they did they did a lot of work together and then they stopped yeah. and unfortunately again like everybody has fond memory we all love this movie it's so it's a fun movie it's so great it's got a stigma to it yeah it's, it's it, that little it dark is, patch it is on the it. movie that caused the two of them to to, to split stop to stop talking to each other. The, their friendship had essentially ended. They did not talk again until like it was like a couple months before Harold, Harold Ramis died. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, again, like it, it essentially did just like if did it in. If only that hadn't happened, we would have gotten our Ghostbusters three like a real way one. sooner. Like the, like, it, like soon enough that it actually yeah, like would have been called like two thousand one. Right. Uh, this movie came out in 93. If they wouldn't have broke up, we could have had a Ghostbusters oh, yeah, 3 by 95. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Like It would have been a soon enough movie that, again, it would have made sense to still just be called 3. They wouldn't have tried. Two came out in 91? 
89. That's way older than I thought. But you get my point, wow, though. Man, a 95 wouldn't have been outrageous. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been at all. That would have been late, even. Started filming right after they got done with this one. But alas, that's not the world mm -hmm. we live in. Um, There's a multiverse out there where it did, man. We just got to find it. We'll go ahead and mention a few other people that are in the movie before yeah. we start going too Key far. players. Yeah, and really, I would say key players, like actual important, yeah. like we need to name drop. There's only like it's it's Bill Murray, it's Andy McDowell as Rita, and Chris Elliott as Larry. Larry, the camera guy. Yeah, and I love Chris Elliott. Yeah, he's great in us too. Cabin Boy. You ever seen it? No, I've never seen that one. Oh, that's like the only time he was like a lead. Oh, he was really? The, he is the cabin boy. It's like a crazy dude. They there's monster effects, like like true true monster effects. There used to be a show called Movie Magic, like Tom Savini shit. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like it was like yeah. true, like the, like it had it's like there's like hammerhead. He so he's a cabin boy for a pirate ship, and there were like true like pirate uh, uh, hammerhead shark headed people and stuff. Oh, that's awesome! And it's all real effects. None of it's computers. It's literally uh, right at the end of true effects era. and starting into because again, it was on this show called Movie Magic back when people cared right. and wanted to see behind the scenes, and it was before DVDs, so. Yeah, that was about the only way you could do you it. You watched a show called Movie, Movie Magic, Magic, and it would just have random episodes about different movies, and you'd see some behind-the-scenes shit and how they made them. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. And I know all about the movie Cabin Boy because I also loved Chris Elliott as a kid. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he is. He's funny in this. He's got he's got that real excellent like jabbing delivery on everything. Perfect that, timing. The only other person I want to mention right now... Again, there there might be a couple other people we can mention names if we want to when we see them or whatever we want to do. Yeah. But the only other one I want to mention is another one with with his brother in it. Did you notice? When the one of the Bill Murray one of, one of Murray's right brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's it, the the main one. He's the one he saves with the Heimlich. Oh, is he? That's his brother, dude. Oh. That's the same brother. That's the older brother. That's the brother that played his dad. His dad in and, the. And Scrooge. Scrooge. Yes, that's Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray. I saw his name in the credits when the movie starts. So I was like, well, one of his brothers is in this. Yeah. he's Again, like I said, he's also the guy who owns the arcade in Wayne's World. And he's got a couple others. Yeah. Like I said, he's he's in a lot of things that aren't. Aren't his brother's movies. But he's also in. In a lot of his brother's movies. Now, this is the only. I'm pretty sure this is the only brother that's in this movie. I didn't see, I didn't see any others or I don't remember seeing a name anywhere. I didn't, I didn't recall seeing the guy that was the little brother. The little brother and he's like me. I love Scrooge. I love my brother. He's, yeah, I didn't see him. He's my brother. You know. Yeah, I didn't see him, so I think we're okay. Yeah, he no. did such a bad job. They didn't want him back. They're like, no, you're a terrible actor, man. Go home. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't want to act. Was that too mean? I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, that's definitely all of the important people in the movie. Again, if, if there are random actors we want to name drop uh, when we see them uh, as we're talking, we can do that. Oh, as it's usual, there's deal. just a bunch of those. Like I've seen. Yeah, you no, with there, other that's shit. what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. the, and again, I. I know some of them uh, by name. That's why I was like, but they're not like, they're not the kind of names everybody's going to know. Like, I, I, it's definitely right now I would name drop and like, you know, six that, people listening are going to be like, right. hey, when I say their name, everybody else is going to be just like you waiting for me to say what else they're in. Like, what were and they And be like, oh, oh, that guy. oh, okay. So I, there's no reason to really get into that. Right now, yeah, for sure. The only things before we get uh, before we get really into this, two things that I did find out uh, while doing a you know the the very cursory amount of research, research that I yeah. do, and some of this wasn't even research. Like again, like this is it's well publicized that this is the thing that split their yeah, friendship up. Countless uh, interviews yeah. and shit. Uh, so two of the things that I learned is that like uh, apparently Bill Murray came to set 
just super cold and very distant and uninterested. And it made me when I like when I first viewed it. this movie for what we do and actually really paid attention, I was like, man, what I always just assume was like supposed to be Phil not liking himself. Yeah. Is that really just Bill Murray not liking the being movie? here? And like it's just like coming through. I mean, it, could it made be. me second guess so much. It really could again, be. and that's great in a way. I, I mean, it gave me a great gave performance. Good performance, but it's like, yeah, did you have to be it such a dick? Maybe contributed to why they're not. They weren't friends yeah. for so long, for sure. The other thing that I thought was uh, very interesting and very apt, again, it goes to show how weird Bill Murray was on set, but I think it perfectly and very accurately, despite the fact that Harold Ramis maybe didn't appreciate this, uh, wraps up how the character of Phil is in the movie and how Bill Murray interpreted the character for sure. It, Harold Ramis would tell him how a scene is being set up and apparently Bill Murray would just look at him, uh, cut him off and just say, I just need to know, is this a good Phil moment? Or is this the bad film moment? Am and I again, a dick or nice in this scene? And that's, that's how all the, I need. And that's how the movie, I would say, breaks down. It kind of is. Like, because uh, again, it's all about his evolution, right? right. Like, I mean, like, we have no idea as a viewer. We never get told. It wraps up with us having no clue why he gets stuck in this time loop. We have theories. Uh, but we don't know. No. Oh, and I guess we jumped the gun there. I, I, again, this is one of those this movies, movies where I it's assume, like, I assume you've seen it. It's hard to assume people haven't seen this. Again, yeah. Groundhog's Day is a holiday that we all still celebrate. It's pretty obnoxious to think that people aren't watching, watching Groundhog Day on, on Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. That's kind of the name. If you haven't seen this, I guess let's start there. Little, we've already we've already right. told you he gets stuck in a time loop. Yeah, he gets stuck in very the, quickly. He keeps I mean, we're we're reliving like, Groundhog Day yeah, over but, and over again. And that's the movie. It's 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 his evolution. But we never do. We never find out why. Why? There's no, no explanation for how or why. No. We just no time loop. It's not a it's not like an episode of Star Trek. Yeah. We just know where we get some kind of yeah. nope. science explanation on why we're stuck nope. in a time loop. We just get it's just we, we are we just know time loop exists just for him. The magic of the groundhog cursed him for being such a dick. And until he learned, he cured his evil ways, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's again, there's not. There's just no explanation. We we have no clue what's going on uh, as a viewer. It's, it's just, just, like, it's, oh, it's just okay. a crazy experience that happens, and we just got to go with the ride. Yep. At that, I think we're ready to get into yeah, you know, that. Gets, that's all the setup you need. Yeah. Uh, he's a weatherman, and let's roll. Again, we right. find that out five seconds <laughs> in here. Uh, the movie starts with our opening instrumentation music. I want to say... It's we. It's hard to try to explain this instrumentation, but I want it did somehow perfectly encapsulate that what we were just saying the good fill bad fill. Yeah, it starts with this like ominous, almost kind of like heavy trumpet uh, that was going in, and then it shifts into this like jovial kind comedy of sounding music. Yeah, yeah. Music. And, and, and I was like, clouds and shit. I don't really understand what's going on, but. Me being someone who has seen the movie, I understand the connection. That being said, this is not the kind of thing where, like, you know, I couldn't imagine coming in as someone who's not seen it, knowing like, why this music has any kind right? of... Right? It's like, what's with this weird elevator music You know, music like, sometimes you get music that just makes, you know, like, uh, the vibe tells you where you're going and it yeah. makes sense. If you had no idea, that music's not helping you understand where you're going. No. For it's sure. like the music for one of those, like, uh, business, you know, instructional video things, oh, yeah. you know? What I'm talking about same stock footage of clouds even 
uh, as I already said though, once we this is a super short instrumentation too. Like it yeah. literally it hits that ominous tone, it hits that jovial tone. It's over Gordon, Bill Murray Gordon. in front of the blue screen, not even a green screen. That's this is blue, old school. Yeah. For those people, maybe uh, young enough that they don't realize that. Yeah, so he's in front of the blue screen. This is one of those moments I want to point out that as Phil the Weatherman, Bill Murray was you you see him and you're like oh his already his life already seems depressed you know like yeah. we later on we kind of just like we learn that maybe he didn't want he, to be a weatherman yeah and just like all kinds of different things about who he is he felt even though he is in Pittsburgh I think so He's in a big. He's in a uh, big city. It's Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, yeah, right? Yeah, one I mean, of the two. Because again, they go to punks. It's all in Pennsylvania. It's, yeah, it's all in Pennsylvania. Obviously, he's in a big enough city that it's weird for him to act like he's not like a, made some it. kind of a star. At yeah, least I mean, on a he's local I mean, level. Fuck a local level. Those are big cities. Like even if you're on the local no, news yeah, in that right. city, like you're you're still in Across front of the state. And everything. You're in front of a lot more households than most people. You're yeah. in front of more households than the guy doing the news that we watch. Yeah, that's. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, that's still a big deal. So it's weird that he acts like he's, he's not, but what I'm really getting at is he's so depressed and it's, and you're like, you can just feel this weird vibe. Yeah, off he's of just him. kind of disinterestedly telling Disinter- us the weather. But acting like he's still right. He's still yeah. going through the motions. Right. He's still doing the loud fake. Yeah. The, the, woo, and the, he blows in the wind. But he just shit, doesn't you know. care. Now I watched it and I was like, is this Bill Murray? That's is this, is this, is this Phil or is this Bill? No, it's Bill. He's, he's just like, I don't want to do this stupid weatherman bullshit. <laughs> right. I don't want to be in this movie. So this I'm going to so just, stupid. he was ready for his, right? he was ready for his serious part of his career and right. this was not it he I was like i want to do comedy my, anymore my friend asked me to be a fucking weatherman right a fucking, a fucking weatherman. weatherman what am i a fucking weatherman now again it's a moment where i really can't tell you know like is life imitating art is art imitating life who is actually depressed and hating their job is it phil both. or is it it's bill both. neither one of them like their job or what they're doing it's, right now ow. we find out right now uh, in in random pieces of conversation uh, that phil's going to have to go work the Punxsutawney. The Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, no coverage. Look. He is from the area. Yeah. It's part of why they keep sending why they him keep back. Sending him back. It's his third it. year. It's his third year. Right. Interesting fact, the movie was not filmed in Pennsylvania. I think it was uh, maybe somewhere in New York I read. Or I, I don't, don't quote me on where. The important part is it was filmed roughly 20 miles from Bill Murray's hometown. Mm. So essentially, Bill Murray was reliving exactly what Phil does. Right. He is going like, close to home yeah, where went people to are high like, school with you, man. Right? Remember me? You know, third period gym. It's like, no. How is is that not kind of weird? Yeah, like not not weird. intentional. It's just like, it just kind of happened. Just happened to be a place that worked for their filming. Hell yeah, love it when shit like that happens. That was one of those things that I was like, man, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But that's that's why. that's why he was able to sell the irritation when he runs into Ned later. He he right. already had this. He, he literally happened. was dealing with it. Right. Yeah. I could totally believe that. This is the first time where we get to see uh, that Chris Elliott is in the movie. He's he's in the background. Yeah. He's talking. He talks to Bill. As soon, uh, he talks to Phil as soon as he gets off camera. And he starts. He's like, yeah, since we're going. And he's like, uh, yeah, they're sending the new producer with us. Rita. And he points at her over across the room. And he's like, you've not worked with her yet. And you can literally tell that I, I will give you this. Even if Bill Murray did not want to be there, every time he's doing a scene... 
with Andy. He sells it. Yeah, he's really he sells. I he, I totally believe he liked he, working with her. Obviously. I totally believe he uh, that his character fell for her the second he stood. You know what I mean? Yeah, like because again, gets that weird look on his face, like, and then he immediately shakes it off. Yeah, right? he's like, he doesn't, oh, wait, he doesn't want on. he doesn't want Larry to yeah, see him vulnerable. To see him so he immediately that. is like, oh, I don't fucking no, care about anything like her. that. I would never talk. I would waste my time. Even with though she's like over that. there being adorable, she's got a blue coat on and she's in front she's of the like blue screen. Like so like she, at him and yeah, stuff. So she's got like a making floating faces. Right, it's great. They both sold this really well. Yeah, they did. Part of why this movie works, regardless of what everybody else felt behind the scenes right like mm-hmm. i mean it just it works some of it some of it is magic they found it they caught yeah, it yeah they made it's it way, they made it work yeah so uh, again andy mcdowell's uh that's rita our producer trying to get you know make sure we stay in our movie world now yeah. We're, we are in the movie world but so we do find out that that she's coming they're about to go on their trip and then then we get what it, it what we've noticed uh, some movies have right like the second intro song yeah, like it's not far enough some kind of driving or it's, just it's not far enough into the roll of fucking cloud something. buildings and stuff going by but while they no, play it, another there's song there's not really credits anymore no. either though like it's literally just like hey here's another we needed a moment <laughs> we got to pass some time here and this one totally is it is they I love that you said road trip because that's what it is and that's the vibe it gave right like it gave like this happy feel good uh, road trip tune. I love uh, something. If you pay attention, it's something about being your weatherman. I was like, well, that's a perfect song for this. It was he's a weatherman. It was so light. Yeah, yeah. it was and, good. But I will point out that we see their drive. What trip are they making, dude? You're telling me to get from. Uh, again, like we said, we I, I didn't Philly pay enough attention. One. Yeah, I didn't pay enough attention. But so you're going from a major city to what is, again, not major, but may, definitely has enough road traffic that there would be either interstate access yep. or highway access to. Yeah, they're on like a two-lane freaking country road. It's a country road. They're on a hill right? that's only got two houses on it. There's definitely, I was like, there's definitely an interstate that goes to it. I was like, it. what is this weird slice of life? Uh, Americana bullshit they're trying to feed us right now. That is not how they would have drove. Small towns don't have interstate access. They're not good enough. No, you have to go through a tunnel, right? Yeah, that's you what we find through out. a tunnel. That's the only way to get in and out of Punxsutawney, apparently, is a, a tunnel. There's magic no tunnel. way. There's no other way. I didn't know Pennsylvania had tunnels I like that. I didn't either. I know they've got some. I didn't know it had tunnels like that. Like, the right. only access right. is that's through it. the one. We that seems through. like... Seems like not the best place to live. No, not really. I definitely wouldn't be volunteering to live the place that can get trapped when the snow cuts off the tunnel. Right. Screw that. But so we we see that they get there. They make it all right. As soon as they get there, Larry pulls over. They're pulling up to a hotel. And he calls it. Before Phil can say a word, Larry says, God, he's just being such a prima donna. So we don't know what he had just got finished saying in the, in the van. But as soon as he gets out, we yeah, hear Larry's him just laying in. He's like, I'm I'm not staying here. I can't stay here. Stay here two years ago. I was this miserable. Was this is awful. I can't be here. And, she, and uh, the, Rita was on top of it. Oh, yeah, man. This a good producer. Good she producer. immediately was like, oh, this isn't for you. It's for me. Yeah. I got you a place. Got you a nice bed and breakfast, bed and breakfast uh, down the road. Larry's just what dropping me off. What world are we off. living in? Because she looked... it Again, it wasn't like she was going into a Holiday Inn. It looked no, like... it was a nice looking hotel. It was like the Pennsylvania right? or something like that. What world are we living in where he wanted to stay at a bed... Because he was excited. Yeah, he she was said like, bed oh, and breakfast. Yeah, a, she knows how to keep the talent happy. What? world was was 93 that different i guess because that's before i would have known 
I don't even know if I would have understood what a, what a bed, bed and breakfast, breakfast in was. concept was. Exactly. But Jesus Christ, in my head, I wouldn't assume the bed and breakfast is the better, better location. The it's, hotel. it's usually just more of a vibe location yeah. right like you go there when you want a laid-back feeling you want more, more like rustic home. and yeah exactly but if i just want straight luxury and they're only going to be there for like a day if i just I definitely would have just if i just hotel. want straight luxury which again for a guy like phil like we see would 100 nice just be Hell yeah. amenities fuck yeah it would be the hotel would have the amenities it just seemed weird. And we know this is a thing that comes to bite him in the ass. Yep. Because this place seems great at first. We see him. He gets there. Super nice. Nice, Late. Old, nice old lady runs it. You know, she's sweet. and Has everything he wants. Right. He, he wakes up in the morning, goes goes down, and she's like, oh, do you want some coffee? And he's like, can I get an espresso or a cappuccino maybe? And she's just like, oh, I don't. He's like, oh, you don't even know what those and are. She's like, you don't even know how to spell that, do you? He's a dick to her. He is. Uh, well, he is a dick. He's a dick through most the, of the movie. The, the, the begin- Certainly the beginning. Oh, yeah. This the is beginning. that whole good Phil, bad Phil. Right. In the beginning, there was no question. You know, like if they were filming a scene and he knew it was the beginning part of the movie, obviously Bill Murray knew bad Phil. Right. Well, I mean, if he'd have stayed at that fucking hotel, maybe he could have got a goddamn cappuccino. That's All my I'm point. <laughs> That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Amenities. Right. He picked the wrong... I mean, I don't understand why he hated it so much. But... Oh, we we jumped the gun on one thing I wanted to point out for those people who haven't watched the movie, dude. You forgot to tell them what song. Oh, yeah, I did. Woke him I up. I even have it wrote down. 6 a.m., Sunny and Cher. You better be ready. You, you better get used to that. If you don't like this song, just, just stop don't, watching. Don't just, watch the movie. Just quit. You're, you're, you're going to hate, hate, hate it. You're going to hear it a hundred times. Yep. You're going to hear it sometimes back to back. Again, might. not the full song. No. You'll never hear the full no. song, but that might make it worse. That probably does because you're just going to get that one little segment stuck in your and it's head. not even it's not even it's not even the chorus it's like the very beginning of yeah. the song it's the it, first like 10 seconds yep it's uh so yeah they don't s- even get into babe i don't yeah, think no. and so yeah we, we skipped past that we didn't go far yeah, but i, I want to like, make sure people know that's what happens every morning so that way we don't have to address it when we say he gets woke up we won't we won't have to mention again. Yeah. You'll know Just, what that's woke what him happened. Up. He got woke up and sunny and share every time. Every time. But so he he wakes up and yeah, it is now Groundhog's Day. He 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 rushes out the door after he can't get it himself a coffee. coffee, right? Very upset. So now he's on his way to go to I it's hard to be an adult and not <laughs> be a 13-year-old boy about the fact that this is Gobbler's knob. <laughs> but uh, so this is the one time where I'm going to let us address it out loud. And so that way we can maybe try to hold back the giggles yep. after this. Try and get them out now. But fuck, dude. <laughs> it's a real place. That's what's even I know. It's so, uh, from now on, when we have, again, it's not a backdrop too many times. No, but every time I have it wrote down because it cracked me up every time. I was like, we Gobbler's have, knob. have to try not to chuckle every time, though. I'll That's try. the only thing. I, may, I gave us a, a time to try to get it out of our system okay i got it and so that way we can stay on track I'm good after now that. i'm good i got all the the 13 year old giggles out of my system i'm all a grown right. man that's good that's good so he he's on his way over to the again this it, right now it's not even it's the festival right yeah, like, we're, we're, like everybody's so, like kind of just uh, congregating in that direction and, and now we start to see why he definitely hated it right in case you didn't know this is the moment where we 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 fully find out the groundhog's name 
is Paxatani Phil. And so we know he grew up, if not in Punxsutawney, close, close to, it. to it. Because, again, he knows several people in town. He sees people he went to school with. Yeah. That's why he, he, he runs is into assigned one here in yeah. a second. That's why he's assigned here. So, obviously, it would inspire you to not like where you grew up, right? Yeah. There's when a, your name's there's a, Phil. There's a festival all about the groundhog yeah. with the same name as you. Oh, God, if he had buck teeth when he was a kid. Well, and, again, he wanted to be a weatherman in a town. Um, with a groundhog that with the same the name, they get right. You see, yeah, it just like it layers just itself just, on why he wouldn't want it. Yeah, it'd be salty too. It, you, we just start. It get, it's a slow thing. It's never outright said, but if you think about it, really, kind of just it, yeah, it, it plays it. into his character, yeah, right? Like it, really it makes does. sense about why he hated being doing back this fucking there. job. Uh, it's the extra little tiny parts you gotta think. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. again, like it's. It's not overt, but no, it, it, I didn't it, even pick up on that. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, it's really good though. Because <laughs> as a kid, I would have, you know, like we we live in an area that has a festival. Yeah. I love that festival. Yeah, it's awesome. They brought I'm it back. They, they brought I'm, it back. Recently. I am definitely at least the age that Bill Murray is in this movie. Yeah, I one hundred percent would have loved to go to this festival. Right, and had, had a blast. Great, I, I probably wouldn't have done time. the corniest parts of it. No, but but I would have enjoyed the rest of it. Right, the shops and people selling stuff. Yeah, and yeah, street the festivities. Food yeah, you, there's, you know, there's a juggler somewhere. You know, <laughs> again, this guy is just a shithead. Yeah, he's just a. He's a, a big foul old dude. Tower yeah. He definitely poo poos on this whole festival. Right. He sees Rita and Larry. And they're Rita's having super fun. Excited. She's super into it because they're all, she's like, these people are great. They stay up all night singing songs and doing all this other shit. I love this fucking place. And he's just kind of, yeah, they're all a bunch of hicks. That's why. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I skipped. I, did we you skip Ned? You, yeah. I hate that. We will stop. This is my fault. You skipped one. I skipped one. We got to stay on track after this. Right. <laughs> we both get one gimme. And both times, we're only like half a scene away. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, so on the walk to, to see Gobbler's Knob. Yeah. So again, like I said, we, we are barely. Yeah. It was like uh, we barely missed 30 it. seconds yeah. off. Uh, but yeah, so on the walk to Gobbler's Knob. We see a couple things happen. Like it's 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 just one street. It's right out the yeah. door. Uh, it's right after he left the the old lady <laughs> telling her, "Don't worry, there's not actually going to be a blizzard." Yeah, which was wrong. But yeah, so when he's walking down the street, there's the homeless guy. Yeah, he's, he, he pretends well, to look no, for change. He does a double. He does this. He does the pretend to look for change. And then he does the pretend like he didn't see the guy. And I'm like, which is it? <laughs> well, yeah, you you, pick why one, are man. you looking for change if you didn't see the guy? Oh, you just wanted change in your hand? Right. You can't do both. No, you got to pick one. You're gonna be, you got to ignore him or pretend to give him change. And sell whichever it, one right. it is. Bad call. It was. And, but as soon as he makes it past him, it's when we get Ned. Ned. The fuck was his last name? Ned. Ryerson, you gotta Ryerson because that's how he does Ned it. Ned right? Ryerson, the Needle, first time he always Needlehead Ned. Wait, I've got all of them. Oh, give me just, of them? I've got Go all of them. It. Give me just a second though. I want to say because I want to say this. So this is the, the I want to say the actor. This is one of those people that I was like again. You've some people him. will know him, yeah, and they will they will know his name. And so again, uh, for those people, I will give a nod right now. He is Stephen Tobolowski. He's in Glee. He's one of the teachers in Glee. He's oh, in some yeah. other stuff. He's a very funny guy. I love him in most things he's in. I just, again, he's one of those actors where I couldn't tell you off the top of my head the things he's right, in. Right, but it's like, I know I've seen, seen him in a lot. In a bunch Glee of shit. is the one I know off the top of my head because he is in he's in a lot of it. He's, you know, he's a recurring, a recurring character. character. So, but Ned Ryerson, again, the first time we hear him, he goes, it's me. It's Ned. You know, Ned. 
Ryerson. Ryerson. The pause. And yeah. So like literally every time it's in my notes, I have like 17 spaces between Ned and <laughs> Ryerson. I'm like it's Ned Ryerson. Uh, but yeah, so his nicknames. This is this is the this is the greatest because we hear this one time and then we hear it as like background every other time we see it. Like the actor delivers this the same way every, every single time. It's so amazing. Is great. It's uh, fantastic so, acting. Yeah. So he hits his. He he goes. I sure as heck fire. And then he starts, <laughs> yeah, I sure as heck fire. Remember you. you. And he starts. That's when he starts throwing out his his, his nickname. So it's, it's Needle Nose Ned. It's Ned the Head. The, I was the dude who did the whistling belly button at the talent show. I dated your sister a couple of times till you told me not to. Bing. You know, no. Bing. Ah. It was great. He's absolutely fantastic. Every time we we, we redo this, and I, all of the things he says in the beginning, I'm like, okay, I, I agree with uh, Phil. Maybe you don't know him. Yeah. And then he hits us with the I, I dated, dated your, your sister, sister until, and I, you, until you told me not to date. And you're just like, how do you, how not? Do you not remember? And this he still guy. didn't. He goes, oh, oh Ned, Ned Ryerson. Ryerson. Yeah. Obscene. And he's like, you know what I do now? I'm an insurance salesman. I sell insurance. And he's like, yeah. of course you do. <laughs> and he's trying to pitch him the insurance. And this is when we get the step. Again, we skipped over. The, it It would have been atrocious to miss these because these are the two big ones. They happen. The, you know, we, we get to see these things happen to him a lot and his creative yeah. ways of dealing with them. But the, as soon as he deals with Ned, what happens? He steps in that big ass puddle. Watch out for that first step. It's, it's a, a doozy. Every time. Now, uh, again, now's when we get to... To Gobbler's Knob. And the festival. And I do apologize for skipping ahead. And since we skipped ahead, I, I, I when I did that, I just jumped into their conversation, which means I skipped over the fact, why is it polka music? I don't know. I noticed that, too. I was like, is this like a German community? I No one's really dressed in later no, hose or anything. I didn't see anything they, else to give us a reason why polka. I didn't yeah. even, it, it totally even looked like it was just coming from a PA system because right. I didn't see people playing polka music. But polka, it was. Definitely every time they, every time we see gobbler's yeah. knob right it's polka. it's polka music some some lovely hand accordion we won't deal with everything that we were already starting to deal with before you know like we said he sees uh he saw larry and rita there he has his little bit of conversation with them right. and then basically after that it's time to go it's go time right it's time for it's time for Phil to we gotta get out of this to, town. To, well, it's time for the other Phil. It's oh time yeah, for the we other do the Phil. report. That's yeah, right. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't we can't skip no more. No, we just said we to. each get one, and we've already burnt them up, man. Yeah, we're not allowed to do it again. So yeah, it's it's time for that Phil. Yeah. It's time for Punxsutawney Punxsutawney Phil. Phil. You can come to out and tell his, us whether to we're going to get more magic, His magic weather call, right? right? As 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 the other Phil, as human Phil likes to say. Yeah. Uh, and so what does he say? Ah, uh, he sees his shadow. Six more weeks. Six more winter. weeks of and winter. Again, this is when we see his brother. This is Brian Doyle Murray. He's yeah. the one, he got the kick ass job of holding, holding the ground. The groundhog is cute. It's a cute little groundhog. If you ask me. That's dope. Right. I love it. I would have wanted to I be the guy. I would have I'm like, can I hold it? 
please. I want to hold the groundhog. I will put it on my head like a hat. And so as soon as that happens, so that's now we can get to where you were about to jump us to. Uh, I mean, uh, Phil Phil says we got to go. Yeah, let's, we got to get out of here. I'm not staying I'm done. The we did town. our job. We did what we're supposed oh, to do. I don't want to stay another night. Rita tries to be like, oh, let's do one more so we can see more of the festival. And he said, nope. Are we reporting on it? Okay. No, then let's go. I reported on what we needed. Yeah, right? I did. I did my job to the letter of what I was let's supposed go, to do. Let's go home. Which is funny. This is he didn't believe in the snowstorm, but the way he wants yeah, to he fucking bolt, big hurry. you'd make me think he thinks there's a sto- snowstorm, right? Yeah, but they're not even halfway and just pissing belt snow. of snow just everywhere. And then we see again. We the, didn't see it on the way in. We only saw the magical mountain, which would imply there, there was, was no a, tunnel. Yeah. But on the way back, I guess, the only way to leave is a tunnel. Yeah, magic tunnel to Toon Land. And so we see that there's a massive wreck and then a cop car in front of it. And they're like, we got to close this shit down, dude. Bill Murray's out there. He's just like... He's standing in the cold, like, like no shivering. Code, trying to explain to him, no, the pressure from the south is going to push it up and blah, blah, blah. Like, in the middle of the snow that's he, happening. No, <laughs> the guy goes, sir, don't you see the weather? I make, make the, the weather. weather. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you report the weather. Let's not get carried away sir let's not get carried away we see they gotta go back yep there's no choice the cop tells him he said you can either freeze Freeze to death or you can go back to puxatani there's there's only two choices again which is like i said this is the point that proves that tunnel right is the only way the cop tells us it's the only way in or out very very bad logistical infrastructure and then that's when we see uh they go back and so of course phil says well fuck it if i gotta be here i'm getting drunk and we see he's at the the only bar bar in town he's he's having what we will find out later is a jim beam on the rocks right now we don't know but you can just see that it's definitely it's definitely just booze on the rocks and then he tells he slams it back puts it on the bar and he tells the barman can I get another one of those with, with some, some booze, booze in, in it? it? And I was like, God damn, dude. Right? That was brutal. And the barman did. The barman <laughs> threw him a, like, cocked fuck eyebrow. Fuck yourself. Like, excuse me, You sir? got your three ounces like you were supposed to. You got to. the poor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want a double, you pay me for right. a double. It's exactly how I felt about that moment, too. Like, I was like, oh, but isn't he supposed to be the famous man? Yeah. yeah big man? Big man ain't got enough to pay for the for double? For a double shot? He's going to try to sweet bastard. He's going to try to sweet talk the barman into a one and a half pour? He ain't even going to fucking tip him. It was it was kind of it was kind of outrageous, right? All but right. so while he's there, we see Rita and Larry try to show up and and they try to they try to be like, let's make the best of it. Yeah, let's have like, fun. Let's, let's all hang do, out they're together. They're doing some kind of party for the. Let's, let's all go have fun together. Yeah. He's like, fuck that noise. No, I'm gonna go take a shower and then go to bed. Uh, I'm not dealing with that. Right. Immediate cut to shower. <laughs> we don't. I mean, literally, right? Immediately, like it's, it's this immediate cut to shower. He's turning the water and the, on. Turns the water on. It is. I want to say he's a brave man. I don't do that in my own personal shower no, at home and i know how fast i know on? how fast it heats up and i still wouldn't do that no you wait on the outside then get in when it that's, warms up that's some sadistic behavior right? to start with it's nuts being in the shower when you first when, turn it in on in a shower it's the first time he showered yeah in it. don't even know how it works I guess, well i guess maybe he showered at the beginning of the morning yeah. I, I don't know they didn't show no, us. they didn't show us but what we can maybe assume is his first shower here that was a ball team yeah i wasn't doing it that way it's perfectly acceptable to be outside the shower you know kind of and this is it and, and the scene shows us exactly, yeah, exactly why because <laughs> as soon as he turns it on it's cold so cold 
Oh my god! Start smacking the fucking nozzle like to try and get it out right. of, from touching him. Like we all would. Well, oh, it's I mean, again, yeah, it was a blizzard outside. This place has no kind of like it's it's an it's an yeah, ancient bed ancient and breakfast fucking house that that hot water heater has no insulation. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. out in a shed out back. Exactly. So that water it doesn't matter. So he comes out. He comes out. He walks past the the home the, the hostess. Yeah, hostess lady, the lady who owns the bed and breakfast right. runs it at least. And he's just like, uh, so there's no hot water. And she goes, of course not. Have you looked outside? Why would there be hot water? Oh my goodness. You're just like, well, yeah, she's got, she's got, you, she's there, got you there. That's on you, not her. As much as he wanted, you know what I mean? Mr. Like, Weatherman. Right? You told me this morning. No And you've blizzard. stayed in this town before, which been, you know, you didn't like the hotel. Every other year. And for all right, we know, so, again, we we don't get a definite on this being his hometown, but it's yeah, it's his so hometown like, neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, area. He's he's from the area. Right. Like, the so you should know, like, I mean, it gets cold in the winter. Sometimes water heaters don't work very well. That's right. So he just deals with it, though. He's like, all right, well, fuck it. Goes to bed. What else are you going to do now? Right. This whole fucking day has just been shot, right? Let's just get out of this day. We'll deal with it tomorrow. Yep. Right? He wakes up. Sunny and share. Same Same time. Good job, he, guys, running the yeah. same tape as yesterday. Because well, he, he's hearing, it, it's not just that it's the same <laughs> the, song, right? The, yeah, he's the hearing DJs the same, doing, they're like, oh, good morning, it's, it's Groundhog day. day. It's going to be cold out there. Up yeah. on Gobbler's Knob. Uh, right. Yeah. The longer it plays, the more he starts second-guessing. You see like, him, like, when it, when he first says it, he, he makes the comment immediately, and you're like, oh, he's not even thinking this is weird at all. Right. Then he hears a little bit more, and he's like, no, somebody would have caught it by now. Yeah. But then he hears that it's live. He remembers, yeah. right? Because he, he remembers seeing them there. They're at the... They're at Gobbler's Knob. He was like, oh, sh- shit. Wait, what? And looks out the window. And he's and like, it's, it's the same the scene same he saw scene. yesterday All the morning. snow is gone now. He's like, what? the hell is going on gets out he, he walks out the door he's just shitty <laughs> he's, he's just like freaked out but being really shitty to people you like he walks well, past yeah. the homeless old man and he's just well, like Argh. even before we get there he, the dude in the <laughs> he grabs him and throws him up against yeah, the wall yeah. the lady that runs again the lady that runs the bed and breakfast he's kind of a fucking shithead but right to her again uh but yeah you know the homeless guy he, he totally uh, and then Ned. Yeah, Ned again. He's super confused this time, by this This point. time he just, he tries to, right, this is the time he just tries to rush past Ned. Right. right? Like nothing else. And he, he gets to the park and he starts, even before he yeah. finds Rita and Larry, right, he starts asking random people. He's like, like have we started doing this, this like, is, is this, two days? Right. Is this like a continuing festival for the week? Or like, like what's I don't going understand, on? Uh, what's happening right now? I mean, I guess I usually leave right, right away, all, so I don't know. Like, no, it's Groundhog Day, man. They he walks up to Rita and he's just like, I need you to slap me. And she did not hesitate. Did not, not for a second. Pop! I right love that moment because I was just like, God damn, where'd that come from, dude? Like, she was just like, Yeah, I was like, You guys met yesterday and she right? already like, wants to slap you that bad? Damn. Knocks the fucking dog shit. I mean, uh, he was even like, yeah, Larry's over. He's just like, I got the other cheek if you need me, buddy. Well, and again, like, it's so crazy because, you know, he's telling her and he wants to talk to her specifically. He's trusting her to tell him the truth, right? Like, he's asking her, he's not asking Larry, like, what is today? What's going on? He's asking her, like, 
That's who his like, confidant right, is. Can we go? We, can we talk? And is that not weird? <laughs> it is. He's known Larry for at least three years. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk to Larry. Be like, dude, you know me. I'm not this. I'm a dick, but I'm not crazy. But right? no, he's <laughs> trying to talk to her to be the one that's like, what the hell's going on? To to try to get reassurances that he's not stuck in a time loop. Right. And of course, Phil saw his shadow again. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> and at this point, again, Phil is just a uh, human. Phil is very yeah, much like, like, what the, what the fuck, fuck is, is going happening? On? What world am I living in? I don't. It does, this is where he goes over to the diner right <laughs> he's just in there he tries to explain this is the first time the yeah, first, yeah. he tries to explain to rita like i'm i did this shit already and she doesn't believe him she's like i you got no evidence like you would come on now but and it's important to note he's starting to notice all the things going on you already see him he's paying it he when when the the plates break he's listening right because he, he's, he's starting to pay attention because he's well because he's already starting to be like oh, what if i don't right? what if i am stuck here it might help me to know things this is only day two i'll give him this man's yeah, smart it's, it's only day two and so yeah after after though he can't convince her we just see him uh back at his room again right and at <laughs> this point he's he doesn't know what the fuck's going on but so he's trying to set himself up like a trap uh, right? well snaps. just like a, a way to easily know yeah he snaps the pencil and sits it on top on of the top alarm of the clock. alarm. What happens? He falls hey, asleep. Man, 6 a.m. Sunny and Cher. And the pencil, pencil is still intact. And underneath the nightstand. It right. It's not on it's top not of on the alarm top. Oh, shit. Okay, now he's really freaked out. <laughs> it's real. Oh, God. I'm stuck here yep. forever. And now, so we know this is day three. We start to see a lot of, a lot of weird stuff happen for him on yeah. day three as he's trying to, because he changes some things. He does things a little bit differently, right? Right. Again, he ducks out on Ned even faster. Yeah, this time. he just kind of just jukes, drives past him, and <laughs> fucking goes just right past. Uh, doesn't even let the giant puddle. Fa- he still hits it. Yeah, but doesn't let it face. Doesn't him. let him. He's bother moving him. so quickly that Ned can't even get out the. It's, it's a, a doozy. doozy. That's how fast he's going. Right, he's already gone. He's, he's past doozy speed. He just when he gets to Gobbler's Knob, he just he just walks up to Reed. He's just like, "I'm going over to this diner. You do you, it. You, you you do the report." I'm and she was just like, "Okay, okay, what the fuck?" He's like, <laughs> "I need you to come talk to me as as soon as you're done." Right. And you're just like, "God damn, all right, dude." We we see the diner when we're at the diner. He's trying to explain it again, and she still doesn't believe well, him. And we get the but we get the moment though, right? Where she's talking to him and she calls him Phil, and the dude, dude he's like. At the table Your next door goes Phil, like like, like Punxsutawney, and he said, "Yeah, dude, this is that moment where if you didn't already know that." That's part of why he hated growing up in the area. You definitely do yeah, now. Yeah, it is now. Because it sets him off so fucking bad right. when this guy says this. Moron. He was just like, the bus is leaving. Fuck. <laughs> it's the same kind of situation still, right? Right. He's still got no proof. She, she, uh, she, she even's just like, you need to go see a doctor or something. So this is where we get Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ramus, as I wrote in my notes, he's yep. just like, look, I've, I've got no spots, no bleeding, nothing on these x-rays. Like, you should really go. He, said that, he says specifically, there's nothing physically right. wrong with you. Maybe you should go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> and then, okay, fine. And he cut over to the psychiatrist, and he's just like, that is very, very interesting, but I don't know... I don't know what to do about your problem. And Phil's just over. He's like, you, you, you went to college. Surely you took some kind of class on this at some point. And he's just like, yeah, I have normal psychology. I think we should just meet tomorrow. That's the best thing. He's just like, he grabs the pillow and just starts punching the pillow in his face. Is that is, is that not good? <laughs> Cut to bar. Hey, now he's just drinking with that guy. The that guy was, that, 
the he was mad, mad and definitely at. threw some shade right at it. I, I will give everybody credit for that they just they put all it got under it and got, got over past it. it yeah drank had a good time such a good time they're riding in cars with each other yeah they go and leave the bar and shit and phil's driving because the other two are too definitely drunk and shit literally the first guy got in the car and you see a moment where you think he's pulling the old, like, uh, preventing, right. yeah, like being going. the dick and not letting you open the door trick. Right. And he's not. It's not that at all. He's just so drunk. drunk he can't he open it. He put it in reverse instead of drive because he was going to pull up to them, but instead flew <laughs> backwards. Shut the fuck up. Comes back and he's like, I might be a little too drunk. And Phil's just like, yeah, I think you are. Shoves them all in. And then they just take off driving, man. They're going around cruising, having a good time. And he starts asking them. Yeah, asking them questions. This is when we, this is, like I said in the beginning, sometimes this movie waxes upon darkness. Right. Existentialism. Weird thoughts going on, right? The what is life? Am I real? This is one of those moments. He starts trying to hit these weird locals right. with like some deep thoughts. Like, like, what if tomorrow would never happen? And they just what like, would, would you do? Right? They did the same answer. Think he, yeah. Well, and I don't think he worded it the right way. No. Because again, he knows at this point it's it's not. Again, he is right. Tomorrow won't happen. The implication there is that you're dead. Right? Yeah. The implication is not tomorrow I get to relive today and do it all you over tell again. Tell people that's what's going on and ask them what they're doing to do. Mm. Get the real idea right yeah he didn't he didn't word this no he didn't he was just like what would you do if you could get away with it they're like whatever the fuck we want he he actually was kind of like i can can i it's like the first time he actually thought of it. oh yeah no he totally and he does he's just like okay well sweet we're just gonna go day four is gonna be rules and laws don't matter right yeah because he they drive around he runs from the cops yeah all they drive up on the railroad tracks and shit until he gets arrested and then 6 a.m sunny and share like it never happened because he felt yeah he fell asleep in jail yeah and then he even goes downstairs he's like were there any like uniformed authoritative people with like guns and nightsticks looking for me and she's like no will they be he's like apparently not so So, game on i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah so like i said that was the end of day three so again right now we're at day four assuming we're still seeing it day by day again yeah we have no idea no i had no idea how long he's actually in this well and later on we will definitely get to a point to where you there are hints at being big time jumps has to be just to learn the some of the skills right now we are still sitting at what we can assume is the we're beginning still in the of first day week, four, right? right? We're still in Something that first like week. that, yeah. But again, this is now officially rules and law don't matter day because he saw that the police, you know, like he'll, again, if he falls asleep in jail, he'll, yeah, he'll wake, just wake up. up in that room again. Doesn't so, matter. Yeah. Whatever. So I'm going to have a great day today. So good. In fact, when he when he goes down the street and Ned comes up to him, he, he just decks him. punches him smack right in the face. That's one but way to take felt, care of But it felt good, too. And we see right? him at the diner. He's got all the Shoveling food. food. He's all a glutton. of it. Smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. He's cigarettes. just pouring the coffee straight from the pitcher into his mouth. Syrup Dude. over everything. Dude, it was great. It's the way we all want to eat. Oh, I want to eat that way. All the time. We, we can't. But he has no Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and that's literally Rita's what Rita's saying like, to him. It's like, don't you Jeez. worry about like cholesterol and cancer, cancer and love handles. I like how she threw love handles. In He's like, no. He's like, no. I don't worry about anything. That's the difference between you and me. And then she starts. Then she starts quoting Sir Walter Scott to him out of nowhere. And I will give him credit for knowing that. Right. This was a little weird in this comedy because I was like, that's a little highbrow for what is a mostly lowbrow kind of movie. Right. And then especially later, since she's supposed to be into French literature, and Sir William Scott is British, isn't he? 
Like not even the same genre. I'm, just, I'm nitpicking though. Well, I mean, all <laughs> of it's weird because again, it's just it, none of it really fit the I'm vibe. I'm gonna derail this funny scene of this guy shoveling food and shit, like a whole well, cake. Even no, I agree. By That's what... throwing out this weird poetry. <laughs> it was so strange and but then and then again like i said he he realized that's what it was because he also liked i don't know it was so weird and then he was like he realized the the insult he was that she was trying to call him an egomaniac yeah right and that, isn't that uh egocentric yeah that's the that's what that poem yeah megalomania was and shit uh well ego that's i got it right here because i i wrote how ridiculous this was it was specifically egocentric because i thought it was so weird that he got offended that she called him egocentric while he was literally shoveling food down and being egocentric so egocentric that he couldn't see how that he was being it. i was like oh this is really kind of funny right because it's like meta on top of meta on top of meta meta cake oh my goodness it was so good but yeah egocentric definitely the word they went with now we see though uh after she leaves in disgust yeah <laughs> we see he's gonna start using his powers to for for evil picking up for picking up bitches and so he's, he sees this he woman just, in the diner. He just walks up to her. He's like, what's your name? He just starts asking. Well, what school again, did you go how to? How crazy is it that she just started answering? I wouldn't have answered him. I was like, this is weird. Go away. I'm not telling you who well, my, remember though, we're, my we're, English teacher we're was. Living in the, we're living in the era before uh, the internet. So, you know, like yeah. she wasn't worried about him doing a, a like a life check security thing. Right. On him. She, she's she's answering weird questions. So yeah. he, he, Everything. Teacher. Yeah, teacher. Every, everything. So he just literally takes that and then the next day runs into her. And now I want to uses that information. I want to point out I have such a problem with this because he comes at her exactly the way Ned comes at him. Yep. It is almost verbatim. It is actually. It is way. almost the exact same thing Ned says to him. And he hates it so fucking bad that he punches he, Ned at one point. And he thinks it's the perfect pickup. Don't be wrong, it was the perfect it pickup works. line. It was. But how absurd is it for you to that's think the that's the perfect I'm pickup like, line? You know what? I'm going to use Ned. That tactic. Ned guy bothers me every time I fucking see him. That would work great on a woman. I hate to admit it because the scene does show it worked. It's all about your delivery, man. Because he, he, so. was, he wasn't I quite so, so manic about it when so. he was talking. <laughs> Outrageous to me, though. Uh, but yeah, he, he does indeed take this woman home, but he fucks it up. Yeah, because he, he calls her. Up. He calls her Rita, and he smooths it over. How do you smooth that over? Do you want to get married? And once he smooths it over with that line, he just says Rita he, again. And you'd think that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, no, he still bags this woman. Right? What in the? F I want to say right now, the character of Phil does not strike me as being the guy that's got that kind of mojo. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's got that kind of pull. Isn't that Bill Murray in most of his movies, though? Like, he he's pulling down tail way, way above his yeah. grade. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, well, you didn't deserve that, buddy. <laughs> and it definitely continues here. Yeah, you don't, just, you don't even deserve Nancy in this one, man. Come on. Well, let alone the oh, French yeah, maid right. chick say later her, on. That's right, we didn't say her name. Nancy. Nancy, Nancy Taylor. Nancy Taylor. Again, like I said, exactly the way... He, Phil, Phil Connors, it's a, it's me, Ned, Ned Ryerson. But so you know what I mean? He literally hit her with, with the, the Ned Ryerson. Thing. He hits her with the Ned Ryerson. Oh, that's and, not and cool, And then takes man. her home with it. Yeah, I'm, fuck, it worked, I guess. The next day after Nancy, though, right? That's the day where we see 
he steals the money. He steals the money. He's got so, his time. He's like, so he's this like, is the this is like the one gust of wind. Well, and so uh, dog bark. Wait, wait. <laughs> well, I want to point out though before before we even start getting into what he does to get the money, I want to point out the money proves this is the first time it's been multiple days. Yeah, he, he had he, to learn the oh, routine. Yeah, he sat there. For We've a seen long him time. busy on the first four. He did not look at it the first four. So whatever happened between Nancy Day here and this has been multiple days for him to learn the routine well enough oh, this is to a two walk week up op. and take Easy. it. So that's why I want to stop because I want to point out this is our first big time gap. Big time gap. We don't know how much, but it's definitely a big one. He's been it's in not this, a day. It's not two days. He's he been is, in this so long he can he guess can count. the wind. Well, and he can count. <laughs> yeah, he just counts it. He's like 10, 9. And eight, he knows on 19 seven, to grab right, the bag, turn to the left, take three them. steps, and he's away. And then those two old ass guards are just like, Were there two or one? There was, did I grab one or two bags? I don't remember. Hey, fuck it. <laughs> And so he now is loaded. What's he do with the money? He rolls up in a big ass Cadillac dressed as Clint Eastwood with some chick dressed as a French maid. So he can go so, to the movie. So he can go to Heidi. Heidi too. I guess that's what you do when you have a lot of money and no consequences. Hey, hey man, dress like Clint Eastwood. Well, again, he's had fun. weeks at this point, so he's yeah. done a lot of weird shit. Right? We don't even I mean, see like he's a, he's done Al Capone. You know, well, I don't even mean that. Like, every just, week dresses up. Somebody I don't even new. mean that. I just mean he's had two weeks, so he's just been bored of doing normal yeah. things. That's why he's going to the movie as a kid. That's that's what I meant. I don't mean like what he does at yeah. the movies. I just mean the reason he's starting to do this is because we saw two weeks of we didn't see two weeks of. Totally oh, mundane, boring bullshit of movie. being stuck in the snow. It can't stop focusing on the movie. I mean, everyday life that he's there. <laughs> he's had two weeks of boring. That's what I was getting at. That's why he spent a day of, let's go buy a car and dress. You're focusing on the movie too much. Yeah. Because again, the two weeks. The whole entirety yeah. of existence. Well, because again, it's two, think about it. If it's two weeks worth of living there in the same day and we don't see any of it, they're definitely wanting us to know he's not done anything. It's been yeah. it's been just exact repeats he's not tried to change anything nope well and he wouldn't because if he was trying to memorize the the walking path yeah he wouldn't want to fuck with things anything. to be perfect you don't want a squirrel to randomly run across the street and Throw keep the timing from, off yeah you want to make sure so those days he would spend two weeks perfectly not changing anything boring very boring so he now i'm gonna go dress he's ready to be bronco He's ready to be Bronco at that point. Bronco. That's all. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, after two weeks, you're ready to yeah, be Bronco. you're ready to be Bronco after two weeks of this shit. Trust us. But while while this scene goes on, we see the... I don't even understand what the implication was supposed to be here, right? We see Nancy walk past, and he definitely says something, but she kind of... Like, hi? And does like a look like she might, might know. know. And it was like, what's... But she doesn't at no. all. There should be no... Is the magical barrier not strong? I don't... Again, since we don't understand what's got him stuck here, I don't understand the rules on which we should live in. Who's allowed to remember what? Like, do you get a feeling? Do some like people, that deja do, vu feeling when people, you see him? Do some people randomly start to pick up a little... Little bit right <laughs> what are the fucking of rules things? of this world oh after the movie is when with the first time we see he he starts to shift his aim yeah he wants rita now and, I, and he's gonna try he's gonna use his he's new still being, magic he's trick. still being a dirty man yeah right like this is not uh, this is not genuine yet he's just even though he does up. he is genuine he did we yeah. know he does genuine again like i said the characters do a great job you can tell there is a genuine attraction from the second they see each other yeah but he is not trying to have that genuine relationship but no the, he is definitely trying 
around and be like, well, I've got a dirty magic trick that's been doing some dirty magic for me. And this is the ultimate, like, she, she don't like me at all. This is so the I'm ultimate gonna, takedown. So we see him start gathering his information. Oh, yeah, I gotta get that intel. I gotta scout. And we, again, at this point, we have no, this is another, it's gotta be a time jump, right? Because yeah. he knows that he wants to maximize the time he gets with her. So he sabotages the van. Yeah, he, t- he takes the distributor cap out of the truck. So like they it so won't they, go so, so they don't have to worry about any of the you know because yeah, again the trying well, to drive home we've seen several times she will fight him on trying to stay if she you know if the van can move they will try to leave because like every time they're in that diner yeah, he Larry, has to fight. Larry yeah, yeah. will come up and be like we better leave if we're gonna well, again the like it's, uh, as we know because we're sci-fi people course correct yeah right it will try to course it correct. will it will try to force you you to, have to, to push harder it against it if you want to change things. And so Larry is like the course corrector, right? He's the one that's over there. He will, he will come come in. We gotta go. And and as soon as he says stuff, she will always like that. And that is literally how it plays out. Like if you're a sci-fi fan, that's the vibe you get from those scenes. That's at least that's how I always felt with them. Yeah, every time Larry shows up. And it shifts her opinion, right? Like as soon, like as soon as he would show up, she would instantly be like, "You're right, we gotta go." Even though she was originally the one that wanted to, to stay. stay. And so again, it, it is like course correction because they even go slightly out of character to make sure they stay on the route they should. But yeah, he steals the distributor cap, goes in. They're at the bar, and he's again, like, like I said, again, I just, to give them the extra time because yeah, now, now there's no wasted rush. trip to the tunnel. Yeah, now it's just we're gonna sit here. Larry's trying to fix the van. It might work. She doesn't know. He let, says, here, let, me buy, "Let me buy you a drink." You this know, is, since we're stuck here. We're, we are 49 minutes into the movie, and this is where we get our drink. Well, and it's shocking to me because right? I, I swear it was earlier in the movie. 49 you, you minutes. A, like, I asked my sister. I was like, yeah, no, everybody she was like, yeah, that's the drink that ladies do drinking. And I'm just like, yeah, see, like way like and an it's, hour and it, for almost. like third. It's, it's literally only like a 30 second to 45 second scene it's, yeah, it's not like, very long it's there for him he, to like learn he comes what up it this is time, he comes up this time he orders his drink so he can pay attention to what she orders and, and then, then he's the like next- then we instantly see him do the next day order the drink right but then he fucks up the cheers yeah, he fucks up the toast he wants to toast the groundhog and she's like i drink to peace world it's peace like, world peace and i'm like that's a weird fucking to drink to but all right cool uh and then we see him do it one more time he gets it right. Yeah. I want to point out, though, before we move past this scene, the other thing he throws out, the Rome. Yeah. Why, dude? Because I don't this know. one isn't to impress her. Is this just one of his... That's one of his lines. Pickup lines? That's one he uses all the time. He just couldn't give up on it, because she did not care. Like, it reminds me of the sun cresting oh, yeah, above the he... hills of Rome and bleaching the sun-white, you know, marble stairs. No. I'm it's looking like, at dude, this in my glass. Right? No. It's kind of brown. Kind of a little brown. It looks like watered-down cola. Cheap scotch. It looks like cheap scotch. We get to move past the scene uh, really quick. Like I said, for something that is ingrained in our heads, it is both so far into the movie and barely in the movie. Right. He masters the drink. He knows her her toast. And that's it. Yeah, and then it's off We to don't need just, this anymore. We don't just, talk about this yeah, anymore. Yeah, we're just doing more stuff. He's learned, like, they go to the candy store, and she doesn't like white chocolate. Yeah, exactly. From here... You know, he's just scouting. And and none of them become important. Once we learn it, we know he knows it. We don't revisit any of them no. later. They, he go, they go to the restaurant. She, he accidentally makes fun of her for liking poetry. So, he, like, the next one, he, like, learned French. So, you know, there was a huge gap there again, because he, like, recites this whole poem in French to her. <laughs> This there's so much in this montage, right? 
mm-hmm. different moments that let you know there are different times where a lot of time, time was spent, gone right? By. So, so much time total because of how much individual ones there were. It is crazy. I mean, it's kind of sweet. He took the time to stop and learn French. <laughs> it's kind of sweet, but again, at also this point, a at, well, at this point, we also still don't know his motives, right? When he started this, and we've not necessarily seen a change, it was still just to be like, I want to get in her pants. Not, I want to date her. Just, I want to get in her pants. Have we seen the change yet? Borderline psychotic? Again, I don't know if psychotic, (laughs) it's just a stalker. Yeah. It's It's definitely a sexual predator, right? Right. I mean, there are a lot of things. I don't know if psychotic is for sure the word, Uh, but there there are definitely some choice adjectives to throw at the man for sure i mean quoting descartes probably not the worst way to go uh you're gonna hit on a chick so and again this is one of those nights it's going real good this is so close to perfect right right? it's so great he's it's all going so well they're building the snowman they have fun the kids come up and start throwing snowballs and And he has i'll I'll protect you yeah and then they fall in the snow and it's cute and they almost kiss and there's a little bit of talk of kids yeah but again Nothing bad. No, he's just like, I want to build snowmen with my kids one day, right? Well, and she leans harder into it, though, right? Like, that's the thing. That's what you're supposed to take away from this first time. He hears this conversation. Because, again, it gets important in just a second. There is a reason I'm saying this. I see you kind of being like, why is this? There's a point, I promise. This point, she makes a bigger deal about the kids. The reason I'm telling you is because the next time we see the scene, after he fucks up here and he has to reset the day. Like, when he's, like, overcorrecting and trying way too fucking hard. Overcorrects by saying, I want so many kids. I'm going to do so much of this with my kids. That's why I'm making a point to say she, he says he does, but she says she wants kids. You know, maybe she says she wants more than what he says. I don't remember. But again, my point is just like, it's important that she definitely says, she's like, I like kids too. Yeah. Because that's what inspires his overcorrecting on the next day. That, yeah, after he fucks up this nearly perfect night, again, yeah. right at the end. Right at the end, man. They were he in He tries the, to push too hard. Yeah, he got a little pushy right at the end, man. He even had such a good line when they were on the couch. He's just like, this is a nice room. And he was just like, it is now. And I was like, ooh, that's smooth, son. Was it? It was. I was smooth. I think... The lady's answer proves it wasn't as smooth as either well, his you, fault. He's either, the one that got either, way either too pushy you, into it because they were all you, kissing right after he said that line. I don't think it was as smooth as either you or Phil thought. I'm just saying it. It did not work out. It did not work. I mean, out. they were making out after he said that one. Just he pushed too far. Yeah. The uh, this the the scene definitely didn't work out uh, the way he wanted. That's the really the point here, though. He uh, fucked it up no, in it, the end. It fell it, apart real fast. And she slaps the shit out of him. And to try to fix it, we see a couple of days of overcorrection. Desperately trying to recapture that magic. And that's the problem, right? You can't. You, you can't, can't force shit like that It's to either going to be or it's not going to be. You can't, you can't yep. be like... Uh, you can't be like... Let me try to make this exact situation feel that way again. Like right. even if even if you know, that's what he's finding out. Like you can know the the parts to the equation, but then but you can't force, force it, it to together, happen. right? No, this, she, this is not like math. a montage of her slapping him yeah, like yeah. five times. Well, and again, you can just tell <laughs> every one of those was a course correction where he overcorrected yep. on something on different. On one right? part he that he's hyper, like, okay, this didn't work, so I'll try he, this. He hyper-fixated on something else that was not important on its own, right? Like, that's that's what he's not getting. Like, it's like it's a bigger picture. This is the point where he just loses connection 
connection with reality for a little bit. This is when we go back into our existential cycle. Yeah, this is like just I said, kinda... we we cycle both. We get existential crisis and we get a love situation. Yeah, but it cycles through. This is definitely existential, right? This is when we start to see like he's stuck here. Yeah, this is where he's, he's like he's sad. Walks past all the ice sculptures. What's he supposed it, to do? It cuts over to Gobbler's Knob, and he just kind of sad walks up to everybody, and they're like, man, you look like shit. And then we get the the big close-up of the clock. I liked the shot. Just the giant slow, yeah. it rolls over to six, boom. And he's just laying in bed, just kind of quoting the guys on the radio. He's just done. He, he doesn't care anymore. He's suffering from groundhog psychosis at yeah. this point. You know what I mean? Like Anybody who's got to deal with the Groundhog Fest that many days in a row, yeah. you're gonna start dealing with it. I like, and so, just, what do we see on this on, the, on just, the pin the the day where it finally culminates? He's just watching Jeopardy downstairs with all the old people, guessing the answers correctly, drinking whiskey. <laughs> well, that's I, I'm talking about. When we, what's the buildup? Where do we get to? Not that day. That's he finally deals with his groundhog psychosis by stealing the groundhog. Yeah, he's, he it has to die. That's the only way to end this. The groundhog has to die. So he. He steals the truck, kid, the, the truck, the thing. And it's great because he's got it out and it's like on the steering wheel. And no, he's yeah, like, no, he's, like says, he's giving it Don't drive angry. Right? Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. Uh, it gave Caddyshack vibes. <laughs> it was. It was good. It was I think it was the only time he was having fun because he liked having the, the groundhog in the truck with him. This is a, a much better... Uh, unpuppet-looking animal compared to yeah, his Caddyshack. It was days. really if it was a fake groundhog. It was a very well-done fake one. But yeah, so then we we see the the high-speed chase all over town ends up at a rock, rock quarry, and we, we, everybody's like, "It's okay. He's got nowhere to go. We're fine." Yeah. He turns the truck around. He guns it straight at them. But what we don't Ooh. notice is that right past them is a big ass cliff. is the ledge into the quarry. Yeah, the the big pit. And, and over he goes. Rita's freaking out. Larry, okay, he might still be okay. Larry goes after he hits the ground. Right after it's smashed, like, he, like cab he, first smash. He might still be okay. Boom! <laughs> Immediate fireball. Yeah. No, Larry. No, no, I don't. I don't think, I don't think, he's think okay. he is. This is so good. Now we just see the the slow montage of how much. The, again, this is that scene where if you really don't like Sonny and Cher, you might want to fast forward yeah, for it a happens moment. A bunch. Because this is the one where he just the keeps trying to fucking kill himself. Well, and the clock goes like it's over and over again, right? right? Like he smashes it and he's just done with it. Right. Like he, this is the moment where he's he can't. Like we don't right. even see any other part of the day. We're only seeing the wake up right, right. now. He just so like that's up, what I mean. Like for like smashes it, throws this, it against. This the is wall like a minute and, and a half where you're going to hear this song a like whole four bunch. times. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. Like, if, if you don't like it, fast forward till you see uh, gears on the ground. That's the last one. That's when he smashed it so yeah, good. They were like, we're at least parts, done with this. Right? Yeah. We're done with this bit. But until you see that, you want to keep it going. Right. <laughs> he goes downstairs and grabs the toaster. Yeah, after. no, now he's just trying to kill himself <laughs> a lot of weird ways. He goes downstairs and she's just like, do you, would you like some toast? And he just snatches it, goes up, throws it in the bathtub with him. At least him. he had a hot... Yeah, it was hot. Nice hot, hot bath man. before he went, I guess. And uh, then he throws himself in front of a truck. That doesn't work. He throw, Then he throws himself off a building with that, a really bad stunt double. Yeah, <laughs> that one's funny. It's not even... To me, it didn't seem like a building tall enough to necessarily necessitate dying. dying. You, know, you might, like, break an arm. Yeah, 
leg. It wasn't that tall. Yeah, it was like, what, two and a half two stories? Two and a half stories, something right? like, like that. I, like, never, I wouldn't I, even give it three. I, no. Two and a half at best. No, because he was in like the middle of like that little weird tower thing. So I'm like, you're, you're like in between floors. At Thank that you. Point, I'm man. glad you agreed yeah. on that because I was like, what, are we supposed to think if this I, is a tall building? If I would have walked past somebody and they were up there like, I'm going to jump, I'd have looked at him and been like, do a flip. Yeah, have it fun. It ain't going to hurt. Make it exciting at least. Right? Now he, he decides to try. I guess, so again, this is one of those moments where I want to pose to you. How many times do you think we've it, uh, we've not witnessed that he's gone through this existential back to I'm going to try things back to, to existential? existential? Because, again, we at least have seen two. We've seen him in existential crisis mode once. He's been back to, and went back to at least trying to function as a person. Right. <laughs> But now he definitely went deep into it yeah, this time. Yeah, he's just like, nope. But he's pseudo coming out of it. He's still kind of weird. He's wearing this. It's so funny because until you see him stand up at the diner during this scene, when he looks like he's wearing a robe. <laughs> he does. But I, the one where he's talking like he's, he's where he I'm says, a I'm a god. It, I'm not the god. Then he, I'm yeah, a god. <laughs> but he finally stands up and you see it's just like a weird early 90s, like long jacket. Yeah. But I swear while he's sitting down, I'm like... Is he trying to be the Dalai Lama? Right. He's, he's wearing this he's robe. He's in like a gi. And he's like, I am a god. A plate will break now. That man is this. And no, I know all of his backstory is that that's how he's trying to convince Rita that he is. Well, and he has some kind of weird power. Well, you know, he, this, yeah, it works. He does. She, starts, she is, just like, she is okay. like, well, something is going on. So um, she decides to stay with him. Right. Yeah. She's like, all right, I'll be the uh, the. The passive witness, and we'll see what happens. Because he does, he what, right? He walked around that restaurant and knocked me over. The, everybody, he, he dropped a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And again, this is before we get to the end, and he knows so much right. more by the end. He's like, but he is... drops so much again. Yeah, nonchalant. He's just like uh, these. This two cap. These he's... two are going to get married this weekend, but this lady has cold feet. What the he's fuck? So, <laughs> he's so uninterested by how he's right. telling her too. It's just, just like, like mm-hmm. it's like the most common shit in the world. Uh, this guy left uh, MIT to come. I'm here to help his family. He likes to paint toy soldiers and is gay. He's like, I am. She even at first seems really touched by the fact that he has a bunch of knowledge about her. Yeah, because she's but, like, do you know me? He's like, I know all about you. But then she starts to be like, why? Right? Like, what? Why did I? Why? How? How? Why do? Why do you have? Did you call so my much, friends? Right? How would you get all that kind of information? Because it's still just one you, day, right? Like I keep telling you, I've that I win you day. over a hundred times. Like you don't think I'd win you over, but I do. And the worst thing is, is you forget oh. every day that I and then right? I have to start over during this night. We get another real connection moment right yeah where they're on the couch and they're like playing the card they're throwing well, cards it, well the, the whole hat. day yeah like because it's a science you know she was like let's have a science experiment so we can try to find out what's going on and again they have another real connection this is another moment just like the first one he tries to chase this dragon right he tries to think he can recreate this just like he did the first one yeah without realizing well, i don't even know what the moral is because really he does just perfect his fakeness doesn't yeah, he a little like, bit. it's so fucked up i i thought i had a good thought there well i mean like it's gone though they're all just fucking no, again, cards and no shit. right now i'm good with right now i meant for the overarching movie the overarching movie literally ends with him winning by fakeness yeah there's that's what i i just that's came true. to the realization the overall story is not necessarily a great I, I one that's re- what i got to i ruined your 
kind of ruins your point there a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I didn't know if I was actually making one. I was just kind of going, and I definitely realized that uh, that was that road wasn't leading to it. <laughs> that was for sure. But yeah, I mean, that's neither... We're, we're getting close to the end, so that's neither, <laughs> neither here nor there. We can address that in just a moment now that I've come to that shocking realization right, right like, now oh, while sitting here God with damn you. damn it. She does, though. She's very touched at first, so they have their science experiment date. Yeah, I'd call it a It date. definitely it's is. They're having... I yeah, mean, she's again, having a good... She even says she had a great day. He has that book of poetry. Yeah, he's... They read it. Yeah, after they do the card flipping, yeah. he's reading it to her. She, she's trying flip, to stay The clock awake. flips over to midnight, and she's like, oh, you're still here. And he's like, no, it's not till 6. And she's like, you, you, ba- knew. you bastard, you knew I was waiting until midnight. You knew I thought it was going to be He's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. No, he's right? like, no, he says... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because, again, he's probably done this before. Yeah, he's like, I just want to spend time with it. Um, well, no, I'm insinuating. Oh, he's he's done this date before. Right. Again, as we've, we've seen. We've done this 900 times already, and you seem well, to like it best when I do this. Well, again, he's trying to perfect something again. So we know anytime he tries to perfect something, the implication is there's multiple attempts. Because he, we've seen now, he will literally find out one piece of information and reset the whole fucking day to perfect it. He's a computer program. He's trying to find a solution. Just well, runs you know, I mean, a program again, and then just runs Well, like he did with the drink, right? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he literally, he found out the drink, reset the day to prove, to, to get the drink perfect, reset the day so that way he could just get the drink and the toast perfect. You get what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't spend the whole day hoping he can get to a perfect day with the chanceness after it. He's literally like, okay, I got what I need. Fuck the rest of this day. I'm going to restart and try to make it perfect. So again, the insinuation that they're on this date that ends all the way back to his house, even though we think it seemed wild that it went from God talk to there, I think the insinuation is there was multiple attempts. Yeah. He's on day 300 of of trying to get her to come back with him by telling her the truth. He still fucks it up somehow. Oh, no, he always fucks it up. I mean, again, I'm not trying to say he wins. That'd, I'm just that'd saying. That would be the more thing I would have the biggest problem with. Like, no matter how many times I try, I always fuck it up. I should just stop. But he doesn't. I mean, that's the part. I guess, I guess if we're trying to say that there's a nice love story here, that's where it, that's the aspect we can come from. Perseverance? That's, again, if it's not that, dude, it, uh, it, I didn't realize how questionable it was <laughs> until now. Does not work. Their, no. their plan to stay up. She falls asleep. He falls asleep. Six That's... o'clock. Sunny and Cher. She's gone. God damn it. <laughs> he was having such a good time. But I do <laughs> believe this is the moment where he truly thinks. And as, again, as far as we know, might be right. Yes. That like the perfect day. Him, like the, well, no, like just that the perfect himself. day. Yeah. It, you do you read into this that he had to fix himself? Yeah, because he starts going around doing nice shit for everybody and reading poetry. Goes learns the piano. He goes to read poetry to still just impress Rita. He learns to play the piano still just to impress Rita. Yeah, it's, it's still improving yourself. Okay. It's good to change. It's good to be a better person. Some of them are not about being a better person is what I said. Trying to learn to play the piano was not about being a better person. He is still just trying to use his magic to get to one manipulate. Over, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all I was trying to get at. Everything else is great, but most of those things still had an ulterior motive, right? So like, oh, um, of course. Well, well, I mean, and it was all still to lead back to Rita. Like, the piano lady, he had to make sure that he could fix her car so she would be at home. 
to, to do, do his the piano, piano thing. Lessons. So it wasn't to try to be nice to her. It was to try to make sure he could still impress Rita. There are a lot of things he does that are still nice things, but they still only go back to Rita in a she weird wants way. to impress his bitch. The homeless man, though, that's the rough one. Yeah, I don't like this. Like, this is one of the, another one of those. It's like in Scrooge with Herman. You know, we don't need this. This is just unnecessarily hurtful. He finds the old man out on the on the street, like, feeling bad, and he takes him to the hospital. And the nurse lady comes up. like, you the guy who brought him in? And he's like, yeah, is he okay? He's like, no, he's dead. Well, what did he, he die of? Let me see his chart. And she's like, no, dude, he, he was just old. He, there's nothing like, you can do? There's not, nothing we can do about it. And he's just like, no, no. So he, like, is determined to try and save this old man. So we get several... Sh- Little scenelets of him, like, giving him food, you know, trying to, like, think finally he's, like, trying to give him CPR on the street. Well, that's that's the, all that same day. The, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the next day where he was like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to make it right. And right. so he goes as soon as he can, the first moment right. of the day, and starts trying that to spend morning. all of it with him. Yeah. And so he gives him food, he gives him all the other stuff, and he gives him CPR at the end of the night because he still died. That that was what that moment was supposed to be. It was supposed to show that even, there that the woman was right, even though she didn't understand why? The power that he, that he had. He thought he could. He's like, no, I can do something. But she about was it. right. You might not yeah, be able to. But she was still right. Especially again, he only had a day. Yeah, there's nothing. There literally was nothing he could have done at six o'clock that day no, forward. No, that could have fixed it. Not nearly. And this enough is time. where he learned it. And so again, it's this is sad. this is in it. the middle of him still trying to figure out master his perfect day. So uh, we see a whole. Uh, uh, it's all just full of these montages. Uh, both before and after. One of them I think that we might have missed was the uh, the first ice sculpture. Oh, yeah, he's sitting there. He's well, just with alert. a chainsaw. With a chainsaw, man. And there, Rita and Larry are just over there on the corner. It's just like, did, did, did you, you know, know he could do that? He's like, no, I have no idea. We see that he catches the kid falling out of the <laughs> tree. What do you say? What do you say? You, I every day you have not thanked me one time, you little brat. <laughs> he saves uh, Buster, the 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 one that's played played by his brother. Yeah, he's choking on the meat, and he goes and gives him the hemlock, uh, and then immediately lights a cigarette for a while. Yeah, just walks past like with a huge crack lighter. The flame on that thing was like a foot long. Almost hit her in the face. A- at a certain point, we don't know which ones of these things happened on the true perfect day. We obviously know once he found out that they were things that needed to be fixed. Yeah, he just they he, just became he, part of errands. his they're errands now. Yeah, they That's became what he calls them. They I became have to do errands. part of the things he knew he had to do on his perfect day. Right? He's got it all timed even. He's got his watch and center. He's like, "Oh, got to hurry." He just takes uh, off running a little jog to get there quicker. We see him uh during this learn the piano, and I mean that from square one. From square one. We see day one piano lesson. Yeah, and just kind of the, 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 the uh, scales. Here on the on the what we assume is truly the last day, right? Uh, the when we see him do the Heimlich, we think that's supposed. To, uh, from what we see, that's actually the last time he goes through everything because that's his perfect day. Because that's the one where we end up seeing him go into the dance hall and playing the piano right after that. Right, got the jazz going. Uh, again, sunglasses now that being said, cool. we don't know how many times he had given Buster the Heimlich before that. But this is the run of the perfect day. Yeah, this day. is the run. Because we're seeing it go straight from that into the next moment after it. And yeah. we hear everybody address it yeah, right before all, that. They all talk about it. Uh, but they again, they all talk about all these things. At this point, we don't know how many days he's done all of these things. 
countless centuries at this point. For you know, all right? we know, yeah. <laughs> it's been this is the fifth I, millennium. I have done this. I have no doubt. The um, I think I'm. I, I think I read this somewhere, uh, and it seems very apt to uh, bring up right now. I think in the in the original like script that didn't get you know like some of the things got tweaked from. It did give you a, a number, and it was like nine thousand. 9,000 years that he was that. stuck in this loop. That's plenty of time to learn all that stuff. It's also plenty of time to do the existential, like, yeah, and oh lose my your God, mind. I hate my life. Lose my mind. Put my mind back yeah. together. Lose my mind. Put it back um, together. <laughs> yeah, so we we see it's the, it's the night. It, they're at the bar. Yeah. I think, again, at this point, we see that he has literally tried to perfectly craft not just him, not just the town folks. Yeah. He set Larry up with Nancy. Yeah, he did. Larry's over with Nancy. She's kind of, kind of likes him, maybe not, doesn't. I don't know. I can't really tell. She's like, I have somebody I'm she out seems with. Uninterested, but she is still taking him. Everywhere. Yeah, like she's still going with him, but she doesn't seem very interested. And, but then all the, the you know they run into Rita and they're like, why don't we all go to the party? And she's like, well, I'm trying to find Phil. Yeah, I haven't seen Phil. We're like, oh, I think he's already over there playing the piano. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, he is. He's playing. He's got the sunglasses. He's having a great time. And he's going to town. He's playing like six different genres up there. Yeah, he mashes to, them together to prove to you. How much of an education he's got right. in piano? So again, this is the one where we said some of the other ones are weeks or months to learn. This the is skill. years. This is years. Right. This piano skill with the one woman. He's not learning from anybody no. else. He's learning from an old woman who definitely doesn't know how to play these styles. No. It took years. Yeah, because when she, because after he gets done, she goes up there to play, and it is not at all near what she is playing. But she is super proud, though. She's like, "It's my student." Yeah. He does. He rocks oh, it out. Dude, though. it's great. I like yeah, this. During during the the jam out session, uh, Rita gets to walk around and hear everybody speak the praises. Yeah, talk great about him. Oh, that's again. That's when we hear that. That's my student. Yeah, he's so great. And then we see the two ladies that were with her to get her tire changed. Right. He's part of the motor club. He's changed our tire. He rescued us. All this other great stuff. We see. Um, uh, we see Buster's wife. Yeah, and she Buster comes up. I didn't get to thank you properly for saving Buster's but life. He, he, he almost choked on that food. They, he tried to swallow a whole side of a cow. I see why. You know. Ha 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 ha. This is one of those moments where it's right. like, is that actually funny, or were you? I mean, <laughs> I fake laugh that shit, man. Just, right. Ha, ha. My favorite one is the the couple that come up there in their wedding dress and stuff. And the one that he said, yeah, yeah right. the cold feet, the cold feet, and he's like, I just. Got you guys where you needed to go. Here you go. Give some WrestleMania tickets. And then yeah, no, and the <laughs> the girl. It's not even the guy. The girl, girl loses out. her shit. WrestleMania. She was a Bret Hart fan. She's probably going to be disappointed. And then this segues straight into the town bachelor auction. Yeah, the bachelor auction. Is this the auction. first time this is I this movie guess? has been on for an hour thirty right? of its hour forty runtime? I have never heard the words bachelor auction mentioned no, happening. Once. Any other night. None. By any other character. Not even a sign in the background. Like, come to the Bachelor right. auction tonight. Did he somehow manipulate it's him. It's him. this into happening too? Yeah. Like, so on top of all of the other things he has done to, to create his perfect day, he created a Bachelor auction? Yep. Confirmed. How did he get onto that table? Mm. Like, the, how did he man that chair? The... Right. Parents of the kid he saved from falling are on the board... <laughs> 
That's why he has to go rescue the kid from falling every day so he can get on the board to get this thing going. I like it. While this is going on, though, we see all of these women are after him. Yeah, they are. Again, I want to point out, and Rita has the same thought, too. It's a day. Right. From their perspective, they have been there for for 24 hours. Why does everyone love you so much? Maybe 30. Right. Right? Like, because they got there middle of the day before Groundhog Day. It is just Groundhog Day night. Holy shit. So Rita is literally like, what the fuck is going on with all you people? Because there's like a bidding war going on between these two chicks. This perfect day of his so far has not actually involved too much with Rita. No, she's just kind of floated along and around like, what's going on? Where's Phil at? Right. And now she's finally, and so it is super nuts, right? That she's basically just watched him play the piano. Right. So this is what I was getting at. Like, the end kind of comes to weirdness. Like, why did she fall in love? He definitely just tried to manipulate her. Is this love? What is going on right now? I have no idea, man. Uh, But yeah, so. She just really likes that other people think he's cool and so she then she's drops just on board with and it. then so she <laughs> drops 339 dollars and 88 cents when nobody else had even gone to a hundred right fucking yet. like it got up to 60 holy <laughs> shit she's dude. just like me and you, almost 400 bucks we, bam we did a rough estimate on how much this could be it is definitely in today's money floating somewhere between like 700 and like yep. 1200 yeah somewhere around that's there. insane that's insane money that she just dropped. She wanted to take him out. She I, owns him now. <laughs> a- after she takes him, we see our last our last run in with Ned. Yeah, he apparently Phil has bought all of the insurance that has ever existed and made Ned just the happiest man in the world. Ned is king he shit is, yeah, of Insurance Mountain. <laughs> he is very happy. He has made so much money on that commission. Which is kind of crazy because at this point. Uh, Phil doesn't think he's ever leaving this day. No, he's just what like good a, is insurance? Just to make Ned happy, man. Oh, uh, do you? How mad do you think he got when he finally realized? <laughs> he's like, oh <laughs> fuck, I actually have to pay those premiums. Oh, Damn it! <laughs> I bought like uh, seven life insurances stacked on top of each other. I have to die seven times to get that. <laughs> fuck to me. pay out. How am I going to do that? <laughs> this is where he he makes the the snow sculpture of yeah, her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. With gloves on, yeah, and it's again, perfect. We're still trying to perfect the night, so we got it right. This is a slight evolution to the snowman, right? Yeah. So now instead of a snowman, it's like a full-on like bust of her face from snow. My question is: This how we saw the ice sculpture with the chainsaw? Are these supposed to be connected? I don't these think are not the connected two, skills. I don't think the two skills translate from molding something. And carving. But then they end up back in his room. Mm-hmm. They have a great night. Yeah, nice. It's going to be good. They fall asleep. She tells him to stay. Yeah, you have to stay. You can't do this again. Yeah, you have to stay. You have to stay. Six o'clock, Sonny and Cher. God fucking. But it's different. It. What? What? They're not playing the live recording. No, they're just playing that fucking song for some reason because they like it. And then he starts to... The only song on the station? I I don't know. (laughs) And he checks a couple of other things. Looks out the window. window. There's There's snow snow everywhere. She's still fucking here in the room. Now, it's all different. Did he really stay just because she said it? I guess. Was that like because she 
told him? Does that what broke it? We have no idea. Because like we said at the top, like we said before we started talking about this, we never find out. What started it or why it ended it? This movie doesn't give us dick all. There's no explanation. It just happens. This is just something that is. Yeah, he was... Uh, before before we really, I mean, obviously, guys, you can tell by how we're talking, we're done. Yeah, There's this, is, else. this, this is, is the end of the movie. Is. But before we, before he got we, out of the loop. Yeah, before we wrap it up, I want to say he does deliver a great ending uh, line once he realizes the world has returned to normal. Right. Today is tomorrow. Yeah. Today is tomorrow. Do you know what today is? It's tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. And then she was like, "Are you okay? It's just been a." Very, Very long, long day. day. Oh, she doesn't even know the no. half of it. No, it's fucking 10,000 year day. You don't even right, know. Right, like you don't even get it. I've learned so many useless skills. I can do so much shit now. Yeah, at that point, though, uh, we have definitely wrapped the movie. Yeah, we, they're going to credits, which is just more stock footage of clouds. It's just like, eh. happy day. <laughs> before we wrap it up, like I, like, like I was trying to say before, I don't know how happy... Or what the what the moral was? That's 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 what I was trying to get at. What's the there. lesson here? Because again, it started with him saying he's doing he's he's making these choices through his time trials, and that was bad. Yeah, right. You shouldn't do that to manipulate a person. Yes, but it ended with him master manipulating someone by the doing entire that. town. He master manipulated everybody. Well, and like and Rita, he was he he manipulated to the point that he spent years, years to. Learn to play the piano just to get her in bed. He spent months to learn French. Now, again, I understand that one was before he learned his lesson and yeah. he shouldn't be. The piano was after. He just decided he liked it, I guess. He's like, it starts off. I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to get laid. But then it's like, Man, I really fucking like playing this piano because I can do jazzy bull blues shit. What a, it, it's just because she said the instrument line. Yeah, they have to <laughs> They have to be able to play an instrument and love their mother. That's right. I, now, I he never proved that one. I forgot. He never proved that one. No, that's true. Now, awkwardly... He did always refer to the homeless man as father and pop pop. Yeah. Hmm. Was that weird? To that you? was a little weird. I didn't want to talk about it before because he he did it like three times and none of them like they weren't connected. You no, know what I mean? Like it was always just like random. But he would refer like one time he just walked past him, called him father. Yeah. And so I was like, does he mean Catholic father? Like what's he mean? But then the, when he died, father time maybe. Yeah, but then when he died, he called Come him on, pop pop. pop, pop. Breathe, Pop. Were these just supposed to be generic? I don't know. Maybe? Right. I don't know. We're Now I'm sad. I'm thinking about the old man. Let's stop. <laughs> We're done with the movie. We didn't need to do that. I just wanted to point out the strangeness yeah, of it. Yeah, it is a little weird. Since we were wrapping up a few thoughts there about, uh, again... Not in <laughs> again. None of it really ends as happy as like you think it does. Like again, you're like, oh, it's a rom com, but was it? Yeah, they mean they decide. Well, he decides they should live there. He, she does. She doesn't really say anything now that I think about this. This is what I'm saying, dude. Like, he manipulated. He he like he. It's like the worst kind of gaslighting because right. she doesn't know she's been gaslit. No, because he masterfully learned enough about her to keep her from knowing she's being gaslit. Holy fuck, dude. Phil Connors, most evil man ever. 9,000 years worth of gaslighting. Like, the most <laughs> evil person in the entire galaxy. Uh, he, the man who gaslit a whole town. Right. <laughs> but on that note, we can definitely wrap up. We're done with the movie. What do you think about the drink? Um, 
It's if you like oregano, have at it. Add water and lemon. Don't try and drink it neat. When we started, yeah, before the ice had a chance to melt. <laughs> yeah, let the ice I melt. I will 100% agree. If you try to drink this uh, neat if you, with no water, no ice in there, nothing, and you don't let the ice melt. Yeah. God. It has a lot of herbs. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, like you think the word sweet, it's sweet. You can taste sweetness, but, but you herbs. taste you taste what are generally associated with savory things, herbs, right? Like oregano and basil yeah. and shit, and it's like, whew. other botanics that I don't, my palate can't place, but those for sure. And I want you let the ice. You melt. let the ice melt. You give a good squeeze of some lemon. You get that zest, you yeah, know, nice and like for... you get those oils all up on the glass, so you can taste them when you're it's taking right. a drink. It would still never be something I'd order. I would never ever order that. But if you Gave Bill Murray was hundred percent right. It was in my notes. He had when that he look ordered when he it and drink. he took the first drink he and was he like, was like mm. and stared at. I, was, I li- my yeah. notes literally said, "Yeah, I'm I hope this isn't what I have to look forward like, to." It's like, oh shit, I just saw into my future. Yeah, God damn pretty it. much. It was a scary, scary moment. All right, well, since that's everything this week, and we definitely finished this. So next week we're gonna go back to a beer. Yep, and it's not gonna be a stout. I do believe this one's a sour. But what oh. what is it we're looking at? Uh, we're going to be doing Mirror Twin Brewing Company's Weezing the Juice. Weezing the Juice. That's a that's your clue. Yeah, this one is a gimme. Yeah, this week. has to be a gimme. If Come you on. don't get this one, we're sorry. Uh, for everybody for else, but but for everybody else, yeah, that's a on. gimme. You know this one. Come on, all right, guys. You, you know this. I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back. It's, it's a, a doozy. doozy.